Welcome to Alter Your Comics Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Laura. And I'm Jared. And this week we are going to finish off our Halloween theme month. In case you haven't been paying attention, that's what we've been going with very loosely of Halloween themes. With villains, death, and I forget what else we did. It's been a long month. It's been a long 2020. Yeah, post-apocalyptic stories post-apocalyptic, or something that's like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. But this week we're going to end it with Trick or Treat. Because Halloween Trick or Treat was supposed to be today, but got rescheduled to Saturday, so... At least for some places. Some places some places are still doing it today. Why the Thursday before Halloween? I don't know. Tradition. Especially when Halloween itself is on a Saturday. I don't know why it's, but whatever. Tradition. We've always done it this way, so we'll always do it this way. You don't send kids out on Halloween. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> cool with that one, but anyway. That's why you don't have kids. So, trick or treat, for, uh, the way I took it was something that would... That tricked you or the viewer or the characters inside the story and treat is something that you find treat yourself with. That it's a good read. So with that was my criteria. So I'll ask someone else. Jared, trick or treat? Uh, my criteria was what kind of a twist really caught me off guard, what tricked me, and what really I enjoyed. And uh, my trick was Barry Allen causing Flashpoint. I didn't see that one coming. And looking back, some of it was obvious, you know, but uh, at the time when they revealed that he was the one who caused Flashpoint, um, that was pretty big for me. But uh, for those who don't know, uh, Barry Allen went back in time to save his mother from being murdered and basically recreated the whole timeline to where he wasn't the flash and there was a war between wonder woman's uh and the amazons uh against aquaman and atlantis and they basically was were wiping out the entire world so he goes to find batman and ends up finding thomas wayne instead of bruce bruce's father and thomas wayne helps him become the flash by electrocuting him and a couple times yeah a couple times it didn't go well the first time so it, it didn't take the first time <laughs> no <Nope. so. laughs> but uh he runs back in time to set things right and creates the new 52 which was the uh relaunch of the dc universe pretty much the third relaunch i think maybe fourth so they had the golden <laughs> age into the silver age then they had crisis in the 80s yeah. Then they did Infinite Crisis, which kind of changed everything again. Then they did this one. Was I don't know if there yeah. was another one in between. I but. think that's why I think of this one was like the third like actual hard reboot that they've done. Yeah, but something like that. All right, so you picked trick for first category. Laura, what's your favorite trick? Oh. Or do we go first mm. so you can think on yours? Yeah, I think I didn't follow this thing right <laughs> again as usual i didn't follow instructions okay. so yeah you first i guess uh so my first trick that came to mind uh well one of my first ones the one of the biggest ones i think was baron zemo as citizen v with the thunderbolts uh back in the 90s 96 97 timeline ish um all the heroes are dead well all the avengers fantastic four x-men they all died trying to stop uh, oh, Onslaught. And so then we had the Heroes Reborn timeline, which was weird and not good at all. Uh, it was weird. They had a, they introduced like a female Bucky, and everyone was like super big muscular and not realistic at all. Um, 
but during that time frame, there was the new Thunderbolts that was like, oh, well, all the Avengers are gone, the Fantastic Four is gone, X-Men's gone, we need heroes still, so we'll have the Thunderbolts will be our new champions. But it was headed by Baron Zemo as a new, or he claimed the identity of, I forget who it was, but ended up taking the name Citizen V, where he was like, all right, well, we'll just be heroes. Uh, and he had a whole bunch of villains that were posing as heroes to try to save the world, quote-unquote. But more or less like, hey, if people love us as heroes, then we can do whatever we want as villains and get away with it. So it lasted for a little bit, and then we've had Thunderbolts off and on since then. But I think it was definitely a cool way how Zemo took this identity and was actually doing good things for a little bit under that guise and convinced everyone of the world, like, hey... You know, we're heroes, we're a hero team, we're taking care of everything, so it's fine. And lo and behold, Zemo does his Zemoian th- thing. His nefarious plots. Nefarious. That's that's better than Zemonian. <laughs> <laughs> Real words are better than made-up words? Uh, only on Thursdays. Oh, crap, today's <laughs> Thursday. But, uh, yeah. So, for me, that one always stuck out. Like, oh, Baron Zemo, how he tricked the whole world into thinking he was a good guy. So, all right, Laura, did I buy you enough time? And I'm just going to go with what I had thought of to be in with. Okay. I'm not going to follow your theme. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, it's whatever you take as a trick-or-treat, so. Yeah. Um, I was going to go with uh, Spider-Gwen as a whole. When I first heard her concept and was like, oh, another Spider-Girl. She's getting her own title when it should be the Spider-Girl from the M2 universe, Mayday Parker. Like, that's my Spider-Girl. So I was mad at first that this new girl was coming in and they were trying to revamp and it's like... You already have a Spider-Girl. Just start with that story and pick that up. You don't need this other crap. But after reading it and getting into it, I do actually like Spider-Gwen. So it was, it tricked me into being a treat. I thought I wasn't going to like it, but now I do enjoy it. And especially when she started, she got to bond with one of the Venom symbiotes. And I need to finish that arc, but I'm really interested in what's happening, you know two years ago when that actually happened <laughs> so, so they tricked you into actually liking something that you didn't want to like yeah yeah i know like for me other ones i thought of that was a good trick or, was a good trick part of the trick-or-treat was like uh, norman osborne tricking the whole world like oh i survived i saved everybody in secret invasion by killing the queen and then like becoming the director of shield and the whole dark reign how he used again villains to infiltrate as heroes as an avenger squad and everything uh, another one was doc ock when he's tricked peter parker into swapping bodies and became superior spider-man so those were the other two ones that was really like oh those are good ones too like they did a really good job of tweaking that a little bit yeah the one that got me was uh in old man logan you find out what happened to the x-men was that wolverine killed them all under the not mind control what's the word it was an illusion and the illusion of mysterio yeah so that one really that was a good trick too yeah, I think they did. Like, they didn't reveal that in the first issue. It was like a couple no, issues in when they actually explained that. Yeah, and then why he said like, "I am no longer Wolverine. This is why I'm just going by Logan and, and all that." Yep, never popped his claws until the final yep. last two pages, and then he popped he his claws murdered. several times since. Yeah, <laughs> then he just murdered everybody <laughs> again. <laughs> that was a trick for everybody else. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> I'm Wolverine again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so those are our tricks, Jared. Treat. Uh, the treat for me, I can't spoil it because it ends in this week's issue of Batman: The Three Jokers. Um, during after right after Flashpoint, um, or well, not right after it was some time 
uh, Batman sits in the Mobius chair, which is basically the chair that has all the answers to the universe or whatever. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. So he asks it, what is the Joker's real name? Who is the Joker? Or, or... Yeah, who is the Joker or something like that. And the, uh, the chair answers, there are three of them. Which one? So they have, then that's been three years ago four how long ago has that been uh, it's been a while i didn't i didn't look that up to see when that actually I, came out i, I didn't even s- know that was a thing i was like did i miss that in the yeah, beginning that's of three been Jokers? a long time that's been a while i want to say that was like the beginning of new 52 yeah it was like, the it new was, 52 era it wasn't it was, rebirth it was after rebirth i like i want to say like it was the first story arc of justice league and it could be yeah like, going but, back so they teased this they teased uh, the batman the three jokers a long time ago years ago and the final issue of this was such a treat for me. I can't spoil anything <laughs> since it just came out yesterday. It was a treat, but they can't really, they don't yeah. really, they still, even within that, they don't give a full answer. They just give a most of an answer. Yeah, they don't, they don't reveal anything, but just the way they end it and how it ends and it was really good. I can't, I can't Y'all say anything without spoiling it. it. Yeah, this is an issue to pick up. I really loved it. Yeah, I, I like that they did tease it so long. They built it, like, they would hint here and there and... I, the one thing that annoyed me with the series, though, is for the last five years or however many since they've teased that, they said like, "Hey, we're making a Three Jokers book. We don't know when or whatever, but like, we are making one." Okay, so I would have customers in like once a month, every month. Hey, word on the Three Jokers book? No, nothing. Any word? Nothing. Any word? No. How about now? Finally, leave me alone. And then people <laughs> forgot about it, and you and weren't then, getting boom, asked much. All of a sudden, there it is. And luckily, it wasn't one that we had to wait forever for all three issues. Like, they already had it written and drawn. It was ready to go. So, like, it kept the release schedule best it could with COVID. Yeah. And it did a pretty good job. Like, it kept the, the schedule. And I liked how it comes to the playing cards. Yep. That was Joker and Batman on one was issue one. Bat Joker Girl. and Batgirl was two. And then Red Hood was the third. Yeah. And it's written by Jeff Johns, who I, I've always liked his dialogue between characters. So, I... If you're a Jeff Johns fan, this is a book for you. Yeah. Uh, Laura, do you want me to go, or do you want to go with your treat? I can try and screw it up again. It's up to you. Sure, you can go ahead. <laughs> the other, still kind of the same concept as last time, uh, Ms. Marvel was a character that I was all prepared to hate, because I don't really like the concept of the legacy characters, even though it does exactly what it's supposed to do. I was like, well, I want to see who this new Ms. Marvel thinks she is, even though I was like, there already was a Ms. Marvel, just give her her own name, like, why can't she stand on her own? But it does seem to help a lot of these characters to give them someone to look up to, and it it worked a lot better when I actually read the Ms. Marvel series that I think at one point Ms. Marvel, who's Captain Marvel now, did come back and mentor Kamala a little bit, and it was like, okay, this is better it's not just i took your name and i took over your stuff so quick recap uh the original ms marvel carol danvers uh she within the last however many years decided she's gonna take the name captain marvel named after marvel marvel her boyfriend that died and I, got, I don't know the story. she got partial cree dna i think i don't know it's, oh, was it a guy yeah oh, okay. the original captain marvel was a guy uh, he was an alien yep okay so that's uh, i why don't i don't know much about him i he was dead in comics before I was even born. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he stayed dead?Ah, yeah. He's been dead for a while. But, yeah, he that's why she took the name Captain Marvel was because she wanted to give tribute to him. And, like, well, no one else is using that name, and I've outgrown 
being just a sidekick and just his like girlfriend or whatnot. So that's why she took Captain Marvel instead. Okay, so yeah, I didn't even know that she was a sidekick. I thought she was always her own character. She wasn't really a sidekick. She was a love interest. She yeah. was the damsel in distress. Yeah. A lot. She was so. like the lowest lane, but got powers. Right. Okay. Yeah, at least, yeah, she was Yeah, she was the damsel before she had the powers. And then she was, for a long time, Ms. Marvel. And then she cut her hair and went by Captain Marvel instead. Beat the crap out of people. Yep. And now she's in, she has a movie and stuff. Yeah, seeing the movie, I thought that the other Marvel was a girl, or maybe were they doing, like, was he hiding? They screwed it all up in the movie compared to the comic book origin. Okay, that's yeah. why I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, it's they didn't screw it up; they changed it dramatically. I liked the movie, and again, well, I don't know much about Marvel. Well, I'm just going so. by the origin of oh, yeah. Captain Marvel. Like, yeah, they didn't bother having her be Ms. Marvel. Like, nope, straight nope. To Captain Marvel and yeah. done with that. Well, I'm sure they didn't. It'd be kind of confusing when people try to get into the comics and they're like, oh, I want to go to the comics and pick up Ms. Marvel, and then they'd be getting Kamala at that time. Right. So they did kind of need to call it Captain Marvel. That, that and they were already at Infinity War, so. <laughs> but So yeah, back to Ms. Marvel, that you liked her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I really enjoyed like some of the little, what do I want to say, almost Easter eggs inside the first few issues that I noticed. There were like references to The Simpsons when you're in beginning things and they I think they used the word cromulent at some point or was like cromulos or something one of her cereal boxes said something hilarious too like there are just all these little tiny perks if you were reading the background of the issue and like looking at the posters in her room or her cereal box or things in her school you got a lot of jokes if you knew the inside joke yeah so that was one thing that I went into it not expecting much, but I was really happy with the, the consequence of reading Ms. Marvel. Well, I know, like, way we've compared it to newer readers, like, if you like young teenage Spider-Man Peter Parker, Kamala Khan fills that same kind of atmosphere of a young superhero that's nerdy and trying to figure out their place in the world and everything. She definitely matches that a little bit. Uh, my treat for the trigger treat is the new series called Wind. Uh, issue five just came out this week, and I have thoroughly in enjoyed this issue, this series from issue one all the way to issue five. It was just a five issue miniseries. They did announce that they were going to be doing more come 2021. I think that it's just going to be called Wind Volume Two, but let's see. Or no, it'll be actually issue number six. So they are continuing the numbering for it too. It's about a magical world where there are pure blood humans that are in this castle, this domain that are separate from all magical beings they're not allowed to have anybody that has any magic dna or anything at all they're the last stand basically of humanity and being of pure blood but this wind character is has like pointed elf ears so they have some sort of magic he doesn't know how to use it or anything because he's still young but he is a line cook for his adopted mom's restaurant yeah, I would say adoptive mom. I, yeah. They never really say what the relationship is that I know of. Uh, I think they, she basically found him in a river floating down. And, like, yeah. She rescued him and took care of him. But, yeah, and of course, if you're hidden in a society where you're not supposed to be of a certain way, but you are, it's going to go badly in books. <laughs> so before it goes too bad, he tries. To, they try to get him to escape and everything. And then you find out that the prince is trying to escape also before... His dad dies, and he, cause he doesn't want to be king 
exactly. That's kind of murky on why, other than without giving away too many spoilers. But um, yeah, the prince doesn't want to be king, and like Wynn's crush, I guess, is a gardener's son that helps the prince escape and everything. And I thoroughly enjoy it. each time. I read it like, oh, I'm excited for this book. I think it was like the last book I read this week. Cause I knew like, okay, I'll end it on a high note. I know it'll be one of the best things of this re- week to read. And it may or may not be my pick of the week. That will be determined later. But yeah, if you haven't checked it out, definitely issues one through five. The trade should be coming out probably within the next month or so. Barring COVID, who knows? Yeah, but the wind was excellent. Yeah, and it's written by James the Fourth, which I believe he did. He's been doing Batman stuff lately. I think I've seen his name on some, maybe Detective, I'm not positive. Was it Joker War that he's been doing? Was that it? Could be. I think that's what it was. But, yeah, I mean, he's it's been knocking out of the park. The artwork is very cool. If you like the magical worlds of stuff, like, it's pretty good. And this issue, it's $5, and it's, it's a chunky issue. Like, oh, they, yeah. They wrap up a lot of stuff in this. They do, and it's not quick-paced wrap-up. I mean, there's content there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can tell they could have ended the series with it, but I'm definitely glad they are continuing it on with more. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, those are my, my that was my treat. Any other trick-or-treat things that you guys can think of? Going, going by Laura's definition of the trick-or-treat, I was not expecting to like Wind, and it was a real treat that I did. It, it was excellent. This last issue, this is one I'll reread in the future. It was really good. Yeah, I I would hope that we'd keep it, the trade on shelves basically forever at this point because i mean if you if you read it you'll probably like it yeah if you're looking for something new we'll probably recommend this in the future yeah another treat that's always an honorable mention for me like whenever i see like oh i definitely want to read it why the last man is always a good thing i'll always recommend that um saga is always a great thing for everybody to read you're in the zombies the walking dead uh forgive the background noise our furnace just turned on so I'm going to fix that real quick. I was trying not to talk. I was like, he could cut this all out if I just shut up. So there, I just <laughs> shut it off. So if that cut, if that got through, sorry, folks, for listening, but that's the world that we live in is being cold outside. <laughs> and inside. And inside, yeah. Uh, any other tricks or treats that you guys can think of now that we've had a better explanation? Um... <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man's always a treat. Well, yeah, but I, I don't go into it thinking, oh, I'm not going to like this. Well, but it could be a, just a treat. It's a trick or treat, not trick and treat. See, I, I when I proposed this, I thought of it <laughs> differently. I wanted something that, like, tricked you. Ah. So, yeah. Tricked you into liking it. Yeah. So that, that'll that be our trick or treat this week. Uh, who knows what we'll do next week for the main subject. Think now that, Yeah, we don't know either. Yeah, now that Halloween's over, it's fair game for anything. Thanksgiving's next. What books are you thankful for? Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Spider-Man. All right, so we'll move on to our picks of the week for comic books. Books that came out the week of October 28th, 2020, a.k.a. yesterday. Depends on what day you listen to this at, but it is what it is. Um, Let's go with honorable mentions first for our picks of the week. Uh, Jared, you seem to be ready. What's an honorable mention for you? Okay, my honorable mention was Batgirl. It's the final issue. It's an oversized issue. Uh, It's the end of the Joker War. It's Joker War Collateral Damage. And it's basically going, Batgirl going through all of the people she has relationships and kind of setting up the future of where she is in the relationship with all of those people. 
Um, she's very straightforward in this, more so than she has in the past. She's pretty blunt with yes. her relationships with everybody. Yes. It was a little bit of a different character for her, but I also thought with what just happened in the Joker War and her brother dying in the last issue. She's been through a lot. Yeah, she's been through a lot. I mean, she was re-crippled by the Joker during the war, and, you know, it's wasn't a great time for her, and I think she's had enough and is letting people know. And it was it was a really good issue. Yeah, she's definitely taking the uh, the baby gloves off. Like, nope, we're yeah. going, we're full on, like... Yep. You want to do real talk? We're doing real talk now. Except with her dad, I think. I feel like she's still held back with that a little she, bit. I do, too. She definitely yeah. held back yeah. with him. I mean, she could have she, like, dropped a real bomb. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't, and she even didn't show any mercy to Nightwing, who was shot in the head, lost his memory, and just got his memory back. Yeah. No was, mercy with him. Which, like, part of me is like, oh, I get it, but the other part's like, you're kind of like, that's not his fault. Like, Yeah, it's not his fault, but at the same time, She's through with stuff. Well, and she's, so. even though he didn't live through it, she did. So, exactly. Like, it's from her so point of view, like, she's, yeah. Yeah. So, it, it was really good. It was a really interesting read. i surprised it's a final issue. I don't know where they're planning, if they're going to relaunch. My best guess is a new creative team with a, a relaunch. That's I, what I would say. I know... This is not a spoiler because it didn't happen. You and I had speculated that this would be her resigning as Batgirl, but no, she's no. still staying as Batgirl. And we'll I thought she'd go back to Oracle with uh, during the Joker War where she went to the tower and just kind of took control of police and everybody. She's like, okay, listen up. Here's what we're doing, you know. Well, even in this issue, like what I was reading, I was like, oh, they're teasing like she's going to quit. She's going to quit. She's going to quit. Yeah. Oh, she, nope. she didn't quit. Nope. And uh, it even has towards the end different team-ups there's you know like a one-page shot of her with the flash and green lantern and so forth and there's a D episode or, or yeah. mini issue that's inside so it, it, i thought it was really good i really liked it it's yeah. one to pick up i thought there was another reference to oracle when she was in the D issue too i'm not sure i'll be honest now, but... i didn't read all that issue at that point i was like okay i read the main story i have 12 other books to read i'll get back to that later yeah yeah there's probably a reason why i only read eight books this week because i read too much well read too much that it wasn't important but yeah i was still wonder like i i honestly kind of hope that they would go the oracle route and make her stay back yeah from the action a little more oh and... yeah barbara gordon was probably my favorite when she was oracle leading the birds of prey they would team up constantly with other people but they showed they always they would still show that she was bad girl she wasn't someone to be trifled with you know she was still able to kick some butt from her wheelchair if she needed to and they could totally do a barbara gordon book that's not her being batgirl no like i mean that's very anti-dc really at this point oh yeah but like dc's dc's always about the superhero yeah this could be about her managing her life as barbara and as oracle or as whatever like because she has she's involved with politics and yep her dad being commissioner again or no um, still no he's still not commissioner a cop still yeah a, he's a cop. yeah he's still there at least uh you know so like they can totally capitalize on her doing her own thing not being oracle but that's like i said that's pretty rare for dc as a whole they usually like stick with a superhero and that's oh, about, yeah. that's about it yep but yeah i'm Hopefully they'll do more soon. Yeah, I do too. I really would like to see where they're going with this or see... I hope they just don't 
turn back from this, you know, and say, oh, uh, I'm going to the, like, the Batgirl of Burnside. I hated that. I, I hated, did, too. I it was that. so, I mean, it was basically Barbara Gordon as an adult being written like a she's a 13-year-old schoolgirl. And that's, yeah. It, I did not like that at all. And this is, this is Barbara Gordon, right. you know, that I really liked it. Yeah, that was my lead. I hated that version. Uh, I did Batgirl too. Versus... I th- thought the costume was good. It was different. It, it was unique. Yeah. But like, yeah, this mature, like taking it up serious. This is the best Batgirl. Yeah, that we can get. Honorable mentions for you, Laura. Uh, I think that I'm gonna give Spider Man my honorable mention because Spider Man was in it. <laughs> uh, it did. Get, I got a kick out of it because, to me, in this issue, Doctor Strange was kind of going into dad mode and he's like spider-man you're not telling me everything i need to know to help you out with these demonically possessed friends of yours like i need some help and you're you're not being forthcoming and for me like with that i the way i took i don't know if you took the same way but it hinted at them referencing brand new day one more day and brand new day like dr shane's like wait what's going on with this like tell me you didn't do like He's like, you did something bad in the past. Like, you really screwed things up. What did you do? But didn't actually fully encapsulate that one yet. Yeah, I really thought the phrase he was going to say, you didn't make a deal with the devil, did you? I, I think that he was more or less like teasing that. Then he got distracted by something else, and then Peter left and everything. And yeah, oh, No, Doctor Strange kicked him out. He was kind of well, like, yeah. I got to take care of this. You can't be here. And he force shoved him out the door. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Leaving versus being for yeah that's yeah that's fair. <laughs> yeah, there there was a sound thwack or whatever like I forget what they call that the onomatopoeia. He was forcibly <laughs> shown the door, and, and shoved through the door. Yeah. But yeah I, yeah I thought it was pretty good too like the what they've been doing with the last remains. One thing I don't like about it is they're doing the core issue then that same number dot lr for the last remains so like it's a weekly series right now because of that more or less. And I'm like, eh, that's a little bit too much, guys, but yeah. whatevs. I can't remember now what's been different in the LRs or if they're just there's still just, the well, same. There's, there was only one so far, and that was the one that came out last week. Um, and that one was Norman's perspective, too, wasn't it? Okay, maybe that's what they're doing. It's almost a different narrator for it. Right. I, mean, I that's guess what we'll they... see on the next one. Right. When they did the Hunted storyline, that's what they did. Like the, It was the .hu, and it was everyone else's perspective within that main story arc of everything. See, I thought those also, beyond just the perspective, they also gave kind of more backstory to the person, too. Yeah. So, at first I thought that's the intent. It was like, these characters aren't just background people they they have stories they have lives this is why they're doing what they're doing yeah i mean one of my favorite stories of the hunted was the one of the characters that died like oh i didn't care about this character at all until this issue and like oh well, it doesn't matter because he's already dead and was that gibbon yes that was okay. one. I, was like, I forget the name i couldn't remember it <laughs> you yeah. cared enough to forget his name right i, I, I really enjoyed the book at the time um <laughs> and it stuck with me other than his name but yeah i didn't care about the character at all and then that issue was about him, like, oh, it shows his struggles, like, trying to do the right thing and, then, like, getting forced in the crime crime world and everything and, and not being good as a criminal. Like, he's a bad criminal even. Like, he could, not, he could not get the job done. So it is cool to see the extra depth on characters you don't normally care about. Yeah, I felt like they did a good job with those .hus because they were 
extra and they were on the side and you didn't need them to finish the story. So I'm hoping they continue that in this, that it's extra on the side that you don't have to read to get the story. Yeah, like for me, I take it as like a backup to the story, but as a full issue. Instead of just three or four pages, it's actually like, you know what, we'll just do that, but bigger as the whole book and keep the main story going on in the main number as well. Uh, now that I talked enough about your honorable mention, <laughs> what's <laughs> your honorable I'll mention? I'll talk about my honorable mention, uh, which is Strange Academy number four. Again, I talk about this series pretty much every time it comes up, every time it comes out, I enjoy it. Where it's each issue is more or less a one shot of hey, there, all you need to know is there's a school that Dr. Strange set up with kids that have magic and they're learning how to be heroes and or at least how to wield the magic, whether they become heroes or villains. More or less up to them. Is it necessarily magic, or is it some of them are mutants? Uh, this one's specifically dealing with magic. You have to have some sort of tie to magic. Okay. So, like how Jedi's are sense- Force-sensitive, these are magic-sensitive kids. They've got the metachlorines. So Dr. Strange is brainwashing them. <laughs> he He's tutoring them. He is <laughs> doing what... Well, he's doing for people with magic what Xavier <laughs> does for mutants, of teaching them how to use their powers and hopefully be good people when they grow up but who knows stewards yeah upstanding citizens of all the realms of magic but yeah this one i really enjoyed they did a dimensional door tag where you don't necessarily know where the dimensional door is going to take you but they're playing tag they're just chasing each other through those doors and some doors are worse than others one part i really enjoyed was how it ended with they ended up in i think it's a weird world and there is a magical cat that shows up that is, what is it? He is actually a wizard, but he goes by the name Cat Beast. Like, so that was pretty cool. Like, oh, random talking cat that's, oh, it's Cat Beast, but I'm actually a wizard, but whatever. It is what it is. But yeah, uh, check out Strange Academy. Like I said, each issue is more or less a self-contained one-shot. I imagine the next issue will be the final one before the trade paperback comes out. But I really enjoyed it. So those are honorable mentions. Now for the picks of the week, where two of the three will not be a surprise. No, but we pretty well covered those in the beginning. So my pick of the week was uh, Batman the Three Jokers. Uh, We've been through two issues. These are each oversized issues, and they're black label. Uh, This is the story of the three Jokers that are trying to make a better Joker. Potentially. Potentially. So they're basically putting random people into the acid that make or the chemicals that made the joker and in the last issue they take joe chill who is the criminal who murdered thomas and martha wayne and left bruce an orphan so batman's going to rescue joe chill from the jokers because the jokers think that uh he's going to be the the best joker yeah he basically created batman by killing the parents. Yep. So, like, well, naturally he'll be the best Joker then, since right. he actually created Batman. Right. And the ending of this, I really enjoyed how they, just how Batman did everything. Yeah. So, and they're still dealing with Fallout from the first issue where Joker kills one of the, or uh, Jason Todd kills one of the Jokers, and Batgirl, they all just let it happen, pretty much, you know, because, hey, if he gets exposed, well, then their identity is exposed. So they're still reeling from the fallout of that and just going through so many different things that this was a good issue. It was a good final issue. So without spoilers, we'll talk about it off the, off the air later. But when I was talking to Mark about this one, near as we can tell, this is not continuity. 
No, from what I can tell, it's not. It would be nice if it would, but at the same time, I kind of like the idea of only one Joker. Well, there can only be one Joker, but at the same time, the way this book is written... It's a cool side yeah. story, cool what if. Like, yeah. Now, there are elements that could be in the main universe, and like I said, DC has not said one way or the other if this actually is continuity, if it's not. Uh, the rule of thumb before was, if it's a black label, it's not continuity. Now it's like, if it's a black label, it's basically rated R. Yeah. That's the closest thing we have now. But there are definitely things in here that, continuity-wise, seem not part of the main DC universe. Right. Mostly... Well, for one, all three Jokers had their faces and no scarring or anything like that. And... Eh, Joker poison, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, yeah, there's definitely things there that like, oh, this is really good, but I'm definitely not taking it as continuity. Right. Until... Right, this was just a really good Batman story. Right, yeah. Unless something else references it that isn't main continuity, then I'll reassess. But until then, and it works better as not continuity. I like it being one Joker. I hope they never truly reveal who his actual identity was before because it's better to not have that. Right. I mean, they kind of do with the the gangster version of the Joker back from the old 90s or 89 Batman film, Jack Napier. And, yeah, and Curse of the White Knight. They yeah. did that too and white, all that stuff. That's but never been officially who the Joker is. Near as we can tell. But yeah, I thought it was good too. Um, the, check out the whole, the whole series at this point, really. Like, yeah. I think we still have all three issues in stock. We may not have all the covers that you want, but we at least we have the content. So, And it comes with a cool playing card. Laura, if only there were 52 cards. If only. Laura, what's your pick of the week? I think I'm going to go with the Autumnal, number two. Uh, obviously, we reviewed number one at the time when it came out, um, probably a month ago. Give or take, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it continued to be good for me. Like, I know not everyone liked the first issue, um, but I thought the first issue was good, and it continues where... In the first issue, they'd gone to the funeral home and the hometown of the mother. Um, I think her name's Cat. Yeah, Cat. And they were. In this issue, they go ahead and bury her mother, who died suddenly, and we don't have much explanation as to why she died. Although I assume natural causes. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll but, find out probably. Yeah. yeah, and there's some suspicion that the mother had some secrets that. The town was not happy about a lot of the villagers have made comments and treated Kat and her daughter Sybil a little interestingly, a little... Like, they treat her nice, but like, hey, don't you be like your family or get out of here as fast. Like, it's nice that you're here and all, but get out. Like, we don't yeah. want you here at all. Yeah, don't stay long. Like, welcome, but don't stay. Although there was one instance, a little bit of spoiler, like on the last page, the the last mother is not happy to have her in town, but she feels that Cat uh, and Sybil have endangered her children, so she puts her foot down a little bit, and I was really shocked by that, and I was like, D -d -d that's the last page. So that's <laughs> part of why that's my pick of the week, because it's the, the only book this week that I was like, I, I want more right now. Where are you? So Yeah, for me, like the first issue, I was like, oh, it wasn't bad, it wasn't great, it was okay. But this second issue, it, it, they've really turned it up. Like, this is why I subscribed to it for us this week. Because, like, oh, this seems really cool. I want to see where it's going. It's a horror light-ish book. Like, I think it's classified as a horror book, but, like, it's definitely not a super scary anything, really. At least not yet. I'm glad I'm, I'm not scared yet. I don't like scary stuff either. But this is more 
there there could be reasons for the somewhat creepy things you have seen and they don't have to be supernatural or anything but they could be too like it could go either way yeah it was pretty good and i'll wrap up the picks of the week with wind number five who knew no way yeah, I know, no right? way um so yeah this like i said this series has been great i've i've loved it since issue one and each issue continues to deliver this is a slightly oversized issue where wind is wind and the prince i forget the name and the gardener's kid but they're all trying to escape to go north to the land of other magic beings and the bandage man that's been chasing after them we finally figure out what's his what his deal is I don't want to tell you what it is because it's kind of a major thing, but it was so good. Like, this whole story, I'm willing to concede issue one wasn't the best, but ever since then, it's just been, every issue has been really good. Oh, yeah, and I would say issue one was kind of the setup, the introduction to the characters, who's who. What the world's about. Yeah, so it really wasn't as good as the rest of the series, right. but it still wasn't bad. No, it was enough to get, right, it was enough to get me curious, like, okay, what, what's the going on with this? And for me... It feels like it's moving pretty fast, too. Like, the first issue, like, okay, they can definitely drag out them getting found out and running away. Versus, no, it, it's like, boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah. each issue, okay, they got they found out who they were. All right, they're on the run. Oh, well, this other person that was helping them, they got caught. And, like, it's been pretty fast-paced, yeah. each issue. But I think it's been at a good fast pace. Yeah. Not like it's rushed or anything like that. I mean, they put a lot of story into five issues. Yeah, and... The characters, like, they, I feel, even if it's a character that's only in, like, for one issue, they explain them well enough that, you know, I'm attached to that character. Yeah. Don't you dare. Oh, they did stuff to it. Yep. So, yeah, check it out. Like I said, this is the first volume, the end of the first volume. Um, It should be in trade soon if you haven't been reading it. But definitely well worth the read. So, those are honorable mentions and picks of the week. Now for the part that everyone else forgot to do again. I oh, reminded nope. Jared when he got him. Yep. Jared remembered. Or no, I Laura didn't. Laura reminded yeah. Jared to get in advance. I'm still not ready, but I, she did remind me. Of, I've been preparing this whole time. Of our Heroes of the Week. <laughs> so, does anybody want to say their Hero of the Week first? I think you do, Alex. Okay. Um, <laughs> my Hero is, you know, it was my treat. It was my pick of the week. It's going to be my Hero of the Week is Wind, the character. Um he does some. He has some growth in this character or in this issue. That he steps up as a full fledged hero, even though he's scared of what what may happen because he has to be hero. But for me, that's that's pretty big to say. I know the slippery slope this could be, but I know this will ultimately help people. And consequences, consequences. Oh well, I need to save people now, and he does that. So when does my hero of the week? going to piggyback off that just a little bit because <laughs> I was choosing my book also but I'm actually choosing Jeff Johns ah, okay. the writer of the book he's been oh, he's been one of my favorite writers for a long time his green lantern run was phenomenal uh, he wrote about blackest night so many different books that anything he writes I'm, I I like you know so I'm going to go with that he's kind of like the a second Brian K Vaughn if his name's on it I'll check it out it'll be worth reading yep all right, Laura, did we buy enough time? Yeah, I, I knew before. I just wanted to... Oh, you just want to throw me on the bus? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, that's that's fair, I guess. I, I wanted to see what kind of wind came out when the bus ran over. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally wind. <laughs> I was going to pick Doctor Strange. 
Although I have a sneaking suspicion that he's probably going to do more next week. I'm going to be a little regretful that I've been preemptive in picking him as the hero. But I like the way he went kind of mad dad on Spider-Man. was like, I can't believe you didn't tell me this first. Like, I'm very disappointed in you. And I think Doctor Strange has done that a lot of times with Spider-Man. I'm not sure if Doctor Strange is actually older than Spider-Man 2. I think in most concepts he is. I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. Okay. But in a lot of team-ups they do, I always feel like Doctor Strange is kind of like trying to take Spider-Man under his wing and be like, you don't see everything that's going on, you're a little rambunctious and a little impetuous and I need to slow you down and I can teach you a lot. If you'll let me. These darn kids. Yeah. Uh, one part I really enjoyed with this week's issue with Doctor Strange, too, was how Spider-Man's like, and you're going to get that weird judgmental face mm-hmm. that you always do. He's Your like, dad face. He's like, well, I, I have a judgmental face? He's like, yeah. And then later on, he's like, this, he's is, like, it. this is my judgmental face <laughs> of what you did. What are you doing? So, like, he even referenced it. Like, he made fun of himself. Like, yeah, this is this is the face that I make because you did something stupid and I have to clean up the mess. So, Yeah. I think Doctor Strange is a good pick. Doctor Strange, Jeff Johns, and Wind are our heroes for this week. We'll see what happens next week. So, with that, we will say thanks for listening. Um, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, yes. Trick or treat. Trick or treating. Um, it, you could trick and treat us by sharing this podcast on social medias and everything. If you like it, tell your friends to listen to it. If they don't want to listen to it, hijack their phone and download it and play it anyway so that way we get the views and maybe they'll listen to it then um and that'll be the trick like surprise you're listening to this so, that's a good trick that's a good trick and it will end up treating them so it'll be exactly. worth it so yeah follow us on facebook twitter instagram uh i'll have my email in the notes here if you want to email us suggestions to talk about or if you want to say that we're wrong about something i don't care some sort of enga- any kind of engagement is usually pretty good so thanks for listening everybody and we will see you next time This one's done.